Let's get this revolution started. Let's get this revolution started. You're listening to the Compassion Revolution podcast. Each week, we'll be looking at love, compassion, courage, and tenderness, and all the hard work of showing up to shape a compassion revolution. I'm Mary Freer, and I've got 20 years working in healthcare behind me, and there's so much more for us to learn. Let's dive in. Hello there. Thanks for joining me. Hey, this week, I'm thinking about how we change things. Well, actually, I'm thinking about how we change the world, really. But I've been wrestling with this idea that we're in transition from one epoch to another, and maybe kind of from care less to care, or maybe from a mechanistic to more human. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking about. I think we're living into the change, and it's the change that we need right now. So we can be creating new ways of learning and new ways of relating to each other and new ways of being in the world. So I'll tell you how this started. I was reading all about the American social activist and essayist, a woman called Grace Lee Boggs. What an amazing woman. Well, Grace Lee Boggs was heavily involved in the remaking of Detroit. And Grace and her partner, James Boggs, who was a political activist, created this thing called Detroit Summer. And it was this movement that really rebuilt Detroit. And so they took what looked hopeless and really dismal and burnt out, and they created something really new. Detroit was, in many ways, it was just like the symbol of the end of the industrial society. And they had these buildings that were once really, really beautiful, these architectural marvels like the book Cadillac Hotel and Union Station were in ruins. And in most neighborhoods, people were afraid and they like triple locked their doors and had bars on their windows. So Detroit was a mess. And Grace and James introduced this social movement. And what Detroit Summer did was it created these activities like um, planting community gardens in the vacant lots and planting trees and creating these huge murals on abandoned building walls and renovating houses for people to live in. And then they started to create these neighborhood conversation projects. And what they were doing was they were creating these opportunities for people to be with each other and not to be afraid of each other. And they were creating jobs. But the thing that I loved about reading about Gracely Boggs is that this woman really understood that change doesn't happen like a shot out of a pistol. And sometimes we get seduced into thinking change happens like that so fast, but it doesn't. It actually happens in small revolutions. It happens in these transitions, which is how I came to be thinking about transitions. But she also understood that we need to actually own the system before we can believe that we can change it. So it's like we made it, we can dismantle it, and we can make something new. Grace died in 2015. She was 100 years old. And the year before she wrote this, I think this is stunning. People are aware that they cannot continue in the same old way, but are immobilized because they cannot imagine an alternative. We need a vision that recognizes that we are at one of the great turning points in human history when the survival of our planet 
and the restoration of our humanity require a great sea change in our ecological, economic, political and spiritual values. Wow, this way of thinking says you cannot change any society unless you take responsibility for it, unless you see yourself as belonging to it, unless you see yourself as responsible for changing it. And she recognized that we were at this sea change, this turning point. She believed that it was by working together in these small groups that positive social change could happen. Not in the big, large revolutions where one power group just takes over from the other one and they change positions. And I think that was, it's really, really interesting because the other person that I was thinking about was Greta Thunberg. And this is exactly what she thinks. She's that student climate activist. You know, she's really brave. She's outspoken. She's only 15 years old. Or she was 15 when she stepped into the spotlight. A young woman, two long skinny pigtails and a rain jacket, sitting outside the Houses of Parliament in Sweden, striking from school to bring attention to global warming. And I think that's probably what Greta is is perhaps best known for her climate change school strike where thousands of children all over the world went on strike from school to demonstrate the importance of acting against climate change. And that was just this year, 2019. And what Greta said was, you're never too small to make change. Like this stuff really kind of had my head spinning. And I was thinking to when she addressed the United Nations Climate Change Conference, she said something really beautiful and eloquent and really simple. She said, we have not come here to beg the world leaders to care. You have ignored us in the past and you will ignore us again. We have run out of excuses and we are running out of time. We have come here to let you know that change is coming whether you like it or not. Wow, powerful words. But we can do that. As grown-ups, we can decide that change is happening and we can actually make it happen. We can usher in this new epoch of care, a new way of being in the workplace and a new way of relating to each other with compassion and love. So here's my invitation. If you could have a conversation with somebody today, anybody, about how you think you might make change happen at your place of work, about how you would declare your intention to create a system of care, not a system of careless, who would be that person that you would talk to? Who would be your like comrade in arms? I want you to find someone this week and I want you to have a conversation about bringing compassion alive where you work. Because this is what it means to be a compassion revolutionary, right? Together, we start to act on things. Until we speak again next week, may you be well, may you be happy, and may you find yourself being very, very brave. This podcast is a production of Freer Thinking, and our theme music is produced by Iris Latour on I Love You, Let's Party. Subscribe to hear more about us at CompassionRevolution.care or drop us a line at podcast at CompassionRevolution.care. And if you'd like to leave a comment on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast, we'd really appreciate it. And don't forget, generously share with your friends. 
Viva la Revolution.